Hello, my name is James Pikeaway, and welcome to the James Cast. I am super, super excited to present to you, bring to your ears the 63rd edition of Creative Mornings in Dubai. And what makes this one just icing on the cake is we have Swad Al Shakal joining us to talk on the theme of procrastination. Procrastinate is the theme. Well, Swad was one of my students. Way back in the day, she was the queen of procrastination and now Vice President Strategic Communication at Tabreed, the district cooling conglomerate here in Dubai. I believe she says in her talk that she is doing strategic communication at the world's largest district cooling company. What a great talk. I got to tell you, I've listened to it a few times now. What a great talk. Let's get into it. Here we go. This is Swad Al-Sakal talking on the theme, Procrastinate. Swad is simply a very incredible and interesting person. I met Swad as a student. She was in my classes. Years later, look at what she's doing. And I, I think it's it's poetic irony that, that Swad is now on the National Advisory Council for what we're doing in our college at Zayed University, but she's much more than that with PR at MEPRA. And, and what she's doing is a, a, a VP strategic uh, communication. Someone who has got uh, so much to share is so interesting, and she's here with us today. Swad Sakal, I want to welcome you to the stage. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, uh, if you know me at all, you'll know that I am not a morning person. Um, I, I need at least like a, a big pot of coffee before I, I, I can even think um, uh, to do anything, let alone present and talk to people and, and be human. Um, thank you so much, uh, James, for kind of um, bringing me on board to, to kind of talk about um, what you would say, the, the topic that I uh, was very well known for doing is procrastination. Um, I've introduced myself. My name is Saad Jamal Sirkan. I'm the Vice President of Strategic Communications at Tabreed. Um, we are a district cooling company. We operate internationally um, uh, and um, I'm, I'm extremely proud of, of being part of the team. I want to say hi to everyone. I can see a couple of names that I know, a couple of colleagues that I know um, and team members. Um, so thank you for um, joining. And now you'll know a lot of my secrets when it comes to actually meeting my deadlines and getting the job done. Shoot. Anywho, so let's get down to business. Uh, let's talk about procrastinations. Basically, never put off what you can do putting off today that you can put off tomorrow. Procrastination is procrastinare. It's a Latin word. It's... Uh, uh, it's um, uh, shifted between or split between two, it's pro, which is moving forward, and uh, crastiness, which is belonging to um, tomorrow, and uh, basically it's to put off or postpone something until tomorrow. What does it mean? So, number wise, I love statistics. So, they say that 88% of people admit to actually procrastinating at least an hour a day. Um, uh, and what people don't usually know or kind of put in um, the back of their heads or kind of acknowledge is that procrastination has almost always um, a negative effect uh, on productivity first and then well-being because of the stress levels. 
Um, and it's basically just letting low priority tasks interfere with completing high priority tasks, uh, which is a huge, huge deal. But it feels so good. So if it feels so bad, why do it feel, if it is so bad, so why does it feel so good? Because procrastinating um, kind of like gives you that fake feeling that you can produce better under pressure. Uh, it makes you feel that you're a person who has so much on their plate when you actually do not. Um, you're convinced that you are a carefree character, um, uh, that you don't need a schedule to follow, you can get the job done whenever you need to get the job done, and you are um, a, an adrenaline junkie. That's what I would call them. But, truth be told, we are lying to ourselves. So why do we procrastinate? It's not only for these feelings, it's not only for, for these, um, for these um, uh, rushes. Um, first of all, we do that as a part or as a, I would say, a reflection of defiance. What do I mean by defiance? Um, being rebellious, meaning that if you have to do it, I won't do it. It's like, I don't want to do it. I don't have to do it, so I won't do it. That's part of why we procrastinate. A second part is skepticism. Um, you're afraid of failure, so you kind of like become skeptic of your own talent and your own, um, I would say, power and knowledge of, of the field. Third of all, it is just not fun. You, you kind of like lack enjoyment in, in doing something. So it's, it's either you don't like the job, you don't like the project that James gave you, you don't like the paper, you don't like whatever, and you just don't find that, that excitement in actually doing your job or, or, or getting that accomplished. Um, achievemophobia, that is an actual fear of success. And this is something that I would say um, a lot of people kind of belittle um, as a feeling, and, and they actually do follow it um, because they don't want people to expect more of them. Um, I've, I've heard this sentence a lot of times in my career. It's like, oh, no, 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 Scott, I don't want to do more because if I do more and do it well, my, my superiors will expect more of me. Um, uh, and and it, to, to be honest, more than ever, you do actually tend to shoot yourself in the foot when you do great um, at, at something. Um, so sometimes that is actually, can, that's the reason why it kind of pushes you to be like, no, 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 just let, let it be. Let it, let it be to the very, very last minute. The last one is abolition. What does it mean? It's the lack of motivation. Um, you don't have enough excitement in you that makes you want to actually do your job or do the task at hand. Um, now, all of these things are some things that you actually create in your mind and that makes you procrastinate um, uh, consequently. But sometimes it is actually a medical issue that you have that you need to definitely address. It could be either be ADHD or depression. Um, what does it mean? ADHD basically is, it's, it's, a, it's a disease where you cannot concentrate at all. It's, it's something that you cannot um, uh, control, and it's, it's just something in you that you need to get um, uh, a doctor's, um, uh, I would say, assistance on. And then depression is that you just you, you find it so hard to do anything. You just you just you get yourself into this bubble. And and FYI, I did suffer depression for the longest time. Um, I just couldn't find it in me to find the passion that I 
have today when it comes to whether was it um, communications or, or, or public speaking or motivational speaking, whatever the case was, um, I, I lost that for, for a very long time. Um, one of the most important ones is that you know, we have something called active intuition, uh, which means is that you don't really know if what you're doing is good for your career. You can't kind of like pinpoint it. And because you don't know what your passion is and you don't know if this is good for your career or not, you tend to kind of put it aside and procrastinate actually getting that job done. So what I would advise you to do in that instant, in general, not just for that, in general, set yourself some goals. I personally have 10-year goals. I have five-year goals. And then I kind of like put a reminder for myself every year, kind of like check in, Am I actually doing what I'm meant to be doing in these next 10 years, or am I just wasting my life away and not doing anything? But being a VP of, you know, the largest district cooling company in the world, I think I'm doing something right, and I'm on plan, I'm on my own track. So it's very important to know for yourself that, yes, this is exactly where I want to go, and that's how I want to get there. Um, one metaphor that I use and I, um, I'm, I'm, I I would love if you guys kind of like remember this story very well or remember this example very well. I look at my life as a picture frame and everything in it are pieces of puzzles. You never start a piece of a puzzle piece from left to right or right to left, top to bottom there. It's never the case. We usually kind of like pick corners, start here, get stuck, Go to another different corner. Get stuck. Go to a different corner. So if you are doing something <clears throat> in your life that you know this is for your long-term plan, um, but you got stuck, don't give up. Leave it. Focus on other things so you can reprioritize and come back to that piece of puzzle in that corner with more wisdom and more knowledge to actually know how to continue. And Believe you me, you're the only person who can see the end product of that picture. So don't let anyone tell you that this is not the way you're supposed to do it. If you are a professional and you know exactly what you're doing, just go ahead with it. Work on that piece. It's not working right now. Rest assured that you'll, when you come back with all the wisdom that you got from those years and, and, and those uh, jobs that you've done, you'll definitely get it uh, sorted. It's a little bit off topic, but it's something that I like to always remind myself that, you know, life it's a, it's a puzzle picture. Basically, you're lying to yourself when we're talking about um, procrastination. When you say um, uh, that, you know, uh, if, if you're procrastinating and you get a job done and you submitted it and it's not that great, you'd be, you'd be like, if only I had one more day to finish that project, it would have been perfect. If only I had a little bit more time it would have been absolutely amazing. No. Because this is how you kind of attribute the failure not to your ability, but to time, which is absolutely BS. It is not to time because you had enough time to actually get the job done, but you didn't. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you a couple of tricks, and I do hope that I don't get shot in the foot because of it. Anywho, so when you do lie to yourself and you do procrastinate and keep on doing it, what happens? You have a couple of things. First of all, you've got wasted time. You've got missed opportunities. Oh my Lord, the amount of missed opportunities that you, that you kind of like miss when you procrastinate and you have so little time to finish anything. Poor performance, definitely, because when you give a half 
a job, I, I tend to, like, I, by the way, just a disclaimer, I swear like a sailor, but I'm biting my tongue just because it's really early in the morning. So when you present your project and you get that criticism because it's not perfect, that's poor performance, and self-criticism definitely because you're always skeptical about what you're doing and if you're good enough, and then finally increase stress levels. Whoever tells you that this anxiety, this adrenaline rush, it's, oh, my God, it's, it's, I'm an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. You're getting blood pressure. You are putting your body in turmoil, and you will eventually get sick. Um, and, and believe you me, this is something I've experienced firsthand. How can we break that habit? There are a couple of things. First of all, that's my favorite one. Give yourself fake deadlines. I don't remember one project that I gave my team with the right deadline, ever. I always give myself a week buffer. If it was a project, a, a short-term project, a long-term project, a month buffer, an immediate project, an hour, or actually three hours buffer. It's like, oh, no, we need it right now, and I have till the end of the day. And it works like a charm. Now, my team will never believe me, but I will never tell you the real deadline. Um, I remember, story time. I remember uh, I had, a, I had um, a subordinate a while back, um, and he couldn't meet a deadline to save his life. To save his life, he couldn't meet a deadline. And I found out the hard way. And I'm like, okay, this this guy is going to kill me and, and give me a heart attack because I cannot handle not meeting a deadline. Thank you, James, by the way. Um, so I, I kind of, I'm like, okay, so what am I supposed to do with this guy? So I realized that I cannot depend on him and give him the freedom to act as a senior and, and kind of like manage himself and give me the project. So I used to always give him fake deadlines and I used to always give him a month's fake deadline. And truth be told, he always um, submits two weeks after the fake deadline, which gives me two weeks to revise before the actual deadline. He's never ever kind of met that. Um, and, it, and it did help me. So if giving yourself fake deadlines actually eventually helps you um, to kind of raise your own standards because now you always have that extra time to kind of go back and fix, go back and fix until you get there. Um, but that's going to take me to a different point a little bit um, uh, in a couple of minutes. The second one, uh, get organized. All right, get organized. I have notebooks, digital notepads, I have pen and papers, I have laptops, I have everything. I have post-it notes, I've got notes on my on my phone, I use my calendar all the time. And getting organized and putting everything with an alarm and, and to get yourself always reminded, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. That At the beginning, it is tedious, it is like, uh, I don't know, you broke up with your wife and she's calling you for alimony. It's that annoying, um, but then you start getting to like it because it reminds you to kind of like keep on track and, and keep yourself, um, um, uh, um, uh, that's it, keep yourself on track uh, and actually get you to, to meet your deadlines on time. Um, so I, I definitely do that. And I do that with everything in my life. So when I moved to Abu Dhabi, um, my parents live in Dubai. 
I lived in Abu Dhabi and I worked there and I'm always busy. I'm always busy. They, like the higher you go, the more responsibility you have, the more strategic you need to think, the more forward looking and, the, and, and there's a lot of things that you need to, to kind of attend to. So I didn't have the time to think for myself at some point. And my parents used to be like, Saad, you never call us. Why don't you call us? We just see you on the weekends. We would love to speak to you. Um, and, and that's something my father taught me, uh, taught me, God rest his soul. Um, I, he called me once and he was very, very, you know, uh, sad. And he's like, why aren't you calling me? I miss you. I miss my daughter. I need to speak to you. And I told him that I'm so sorry, but I, I, I'm honestly always busy. And when I get home, I'm really tired. He's like, you know what? Pencil me into your calendar. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, put me in your calendar at X time every day that you need to pick up the phone and call your dad. And I just went, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that's actually a good idea. And I started penciling in time for my parents and I started calling every day because my alarm went off telling me that you need to call mom and dad. And, and that, that helped because it, it kind of grounded me. It reminded me of family. It kept me at peace because when you speak to your parents, you have that different feeling. It's, it's all these things. So getting organized definitely, um, uh, assists. Then you have giving yourself 15 minutes. I don't mean giving yourself 15 minutes to kind of relax and go into Zen mode. No. Trick yourself and lie to yourself by saying that you only have 15 minutes to finish the task. That way you get the adrenaline rush of actually finishing that task in 15 minutes. Finally, being realistic. I cannot stress enough about this one because I believe this is one of the major reasons why people procrastinate because they believe that it has to be perfect perfection don't seek perfection it's unattainable because there's always room to improve so take on realistic realistic projects and do not seek perfection so story time Tabreed launched its new brand identity on the 11th of april the original date was the 28th of march um God rest his soul, Sheikh Hamdan passed away, so Dubai wasn't worrying for 10 days. So the entire deadline shifted, and I was looking at my calendar on the 16th of March, and I was like, whoa, our new deadline is on the 11th of April, so I have an entire month to do things and to fix things. And then I realized, and a lot of people can actually agree to that, that instead of actually fixing and perfecting what we're doing or making sure that it is executed properly, we start adding more stuff because we had more time. Because we wanted the spectacular, I'm okay, let's, okay, first of all, follow me and you'll see the beautiful show that we held on Burj Khalifa for the logo. Um, It was an absolutely spectacular show, kudos to the team. But at some point, I was like, wait a second, Saad, hold up, back up, stop adding more to your plate. Be realistic about this project. What does it need? You have the freaking Burj Khalifa on on your, even if you invite everyone for a slumber party under the bush on the fountain, people will still be amazed that you have your logo on that building. So I stopped for a second, thought about it. And I was like, you know what, let's, let's just make sure that whatever we have on our plate actually goes well and that we don't have a problem. And believe you me, every problem in this entire planet happened on that night, but I still survived and did not die. But so being realistic and putting that and lowering that, that, Unrealistic expectation of perfection is very important. Now, how do we avoid 
How can we avoid procrastination? There are three things that I love doing. First of all, planning and setting SMART goals. It's very important. What do I mean by planning and setting SMART goals? First of all, you need to plan. One second, there we go. You need to plan goals. You need to plan time, resources, processes, distractions, and failures. What do I mean by that? Everything else makes sense because you need to plan everything in a schedule. What I mean by failures, you need to have contingency plans. You need to plan for these failures. You need to make sure that you have time to fail and recover. You need to make sure that no matter what happens, I can get back on track and get that um, uh, um, sorted and, and uh, delivered. Distractions, now that we work from home, the amount of distractions that you can get is unbelievable. Delivery got there, you have a pet that for some odd reason just decided that they are in heat right now and they want to, you know, bark the entire, you know, meeting. That's a distraction or the entire project time. Um, people walking in and out of your room, I locked my door. So you need to plan for all these things. And then you need to set SMART goals. What does it mean to have a SMART goal? It has to be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. When you set a SMART goal, automatically it's a realistic goal. It's a realistic project. Excuse me, for example, I need to write 12 press releases on research and development in one year. Um, yeah, in one year. That's my goal. So I'm in PR, so writing press releases, that's definitely very specific about R&D. I work in an R&D, let's say facility, whatever the case was. So that's specific. That's being specific. Measurable, it is measurable because it's 12. And attainable, it is very, very attainable to actually write one press release per month from a PR perspective. Relevant, definitely, since I work in an R&D company, uh, you know, press releases for R&D, it just makes sense, and, and market share, that's okay. Time-bound, definitely, because it's one year, a full year that I required to, to do that. And so at the end of the year, I'll be able to be like, okay, so this is what I did. This is how I did it, and, and that's how much I need to kind of like grade myself. That's when it comes to KPIs. When it comes to small, small projects, you can actually, it, it, it just makes it more realistic when you be like, um, instead of be like, okay, so I'm, I'm just going to increase, um, you know, our, our market share. Okay, increase your market share with, with what? Based on what? What's your base to, uh, number? Um, to whom? All these don't leave anything after question. That's how you set smart goals. Creating obstacles. What do I mean by creating obstacles? Not creating obstacles for you. Create obstacles for procrastination, for it not to come into your life. First of all, <laughs> stop multitasking. Multitasking is an absolute myth. Only 2% of people in the world can actually multitask. And this is based on a research by Business Insider. So don't multitask. You don't need to multitask. I do sometimes, but when it comes to actually kind of locking down on a press release or, or, or a project or whatever, I kind of close everything off and just sit there and that's all I need to do and then go and, and um, attack the, the second uh, um, I would say the second uh, 
um, projects. Um, choose a workplace like Aldrin that motivates you. That this is an atmosphere that a working environment that I feel motivated working in. For me, it's the black chalkboard. I have one at home. I'm home, by the way. And I have one in my office. Everywhere I work, I must have a board, a glass board that I can write on, or a chalkboard. Oh, is gold, people. So for me, it's it's having you know my my chalk to use and 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 getting all dirty with the, you know rubbing off everything on off the chalkboard. This is something that motivates me. Me seeing my plan on in front of me just motivates me. So create and create. Don't only choose a workplace. Create a workplace that you feel motivated in. Um, use internet blocking applications. What do I mean by internet blocking application? There's something called anti-social. So let's say you want to write a piece and you have set yourself for 30 minutes. You put that on anti-social and you open your document. You set the timer. Your screen is locked on your program. Let's say it's Word document. It's locked on the Word document until you're done with the 30 minutes gap. So you don't surf the net, you don't chit chat, you don't do anything, you don't get distracted over anyone, you just stick on that. Leave post-it notes everywhere to remind you of what you need to do next. So I spoke before about the scheduling on your on your planners. A post-it note, is, uh, you can find post-it note on actual uh, Microsoft and on Apple, on, on your phones and actual post notes, um, post-it notes, and I, I use that um, a lot. Now, third thing is to actually get started. What do I mean by actually getting started? Is actually doing your job. So a piece of advice when you want to start doing your work and doing um, and, and attacking those things, first of all, dumb it down for yourself a little bit. All right? A huge project, put them down into chunks. Tiny, tiny, bite-sized chunks of mini projects of that bigger picture. Allocate from 15 to 30 minutes per project or per sub project, let's call them. And then attack them one by one. What I would do, I would choose the part, the sub project, set a timer for 15 minutes or 30, depending on how I, I um, evaluate that task, work until my timer is off, concentrating on that task itself, take five minutes break, then reset my timer and repeat. Now, if you work for two hours straight, leave. Disconnect from that project for a little bit. You need to refresh your mind. Have a long break. You talk about 30 minutes, have a cup of coffee. Go bug your sister, you know, your, your spouse. Do something to annoy them. Have a good laugh. Go back to your project and get it sorted. Um, so those are the three things that I would, I would definitely suggest to avoid procrastination. How long did it take me to do the presentation last night? I'm just kidding, no. Um, uh, but I do hope that my quick, short, sweet, and simple presentation kind of helped you to start not procrastinating. Again, my name is Saad Zaman Sirkan. I'm the Vice President of Strategic Communications at Tabreed, and thank you for wanting to stop that habit. You have been listening to Swad Al-Sakal. This was the 63rd presentation, the 63rd talk at Creative Mornings in Dubai. I'm really proud of that. You want to find out more about Creative Mornings? You've never heard of it? Creative Mornings, all one word, dot com. Just 
fire it up on your browser, creativemornings.com. You want to find out more about what we're doing in Dubai. You want to watch all of the talks we've already done. And why wouldn't you? Hours of enjoyment. Go to Google. Go to whatever browser you use. Type in one word, Creative Mornings, and then another word, Dubai. Hit return and let the magic begin. You know what? Got anything you want to share with us? Comments, queries, questions? Send us an email. It's that simple. Dubai at creativemornings.com to me anyway. I'm the host. Thank you very much for listening. We'll talk to you again really soon. So long for now.